don't know if you've ever watched the show hey steve but i'm a big fan <laughs> and it's often a staple of my morning commute so i was listening to an episode today and it really really stood out to me because child we've all been there so there was a girl she's 19 and she's in this relationship where there's a lot of conflict present and she's asking the age-old question is it worth it if i stay and everybody in the audience had their two cents to give to the point where steve was like bro this is not your show <laughs> it's the hey steve show <laughs> and they gave that age-old advice of focus on you and here's why that stood out to me is because that advice for me has kind of like felt really hollow because we don't really acknowledge how hard it is or why it's challenging to focus on us. I think there are a lot of things that we learn in society um, as a like this is what you should strive to in your relationships but also like a point of survival when you make somebody your ecosystem your world um you look for that one ride or die friend you got one of them you're good that's the kind of advice we hear right you find that one best friend and you're good like most people don't get three da 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 and but we don't what we don't really teach people is healthy attachment styles and so when we say focus on you what we don't acknowledge is how lonely it is when we focus on us right um, we don't acknowledge that it's frustrating when we're inside the house all day studying, you know, working towards getting our goals, but yet our life doesn't have the balance of other relationships, other outlets, essentially, right? Um, because when we have these relationships, we see so many examples where people make that person their everything, And so when you lose the thing that your world revolves around, it is incredibly painful. It is incredibly painful. And that is a challenging hole to now fill. And let's talk about the transition period. When you have lost something that your world revolved around, right? We don't talk about the grief. (laughs) And not just the grief of loss, but the grief of What is my axis? Rediscovering what your world can now circle around. Who do you go to about what happened at work? Who do you lean, whose shoulders do you lean on, right? When you've had a hard day, who do you talk to when your family is frustrating? Who do you talk to when you are noticing these things that are out of balance in your life and you just need to release these thoughts? right and so there's so much transitionary period whether that is developing a habit that is another outlet because that's really what you're doing is you are finding an outlet in that person and so how do you develop new outlets is one of those questions we have to explore when we talk about focusing on you and really what we're talking about when we say focus on you isn't just like pour into another thing so you're distracted it is build out a system of support that is healthy for you I think that's how I would rephrase it when people talk about focusing on you. So whether that means, okay, I, we understand that there are a breadth of emotions that we deal with, right? We have anger, we have sadness, we have grief, we have frustration, we have disappointment, all these different things, right? And so when you have these emotions that you're dealing with, what are your outlets? 
It used to be X, Y, and Z with this person, right? Now, is it I go on a walk, I move, I go for a run, I'm now developing habits in the gym? Is it I'm rediscovering my childlike joy of roller skating so that I can get in touch with what it's like to just be grounded in joy? Really, discovering healthy outlets that work for you. And what works for you may be different than other people. Some people, they're good just focusing on the grind. Some people, that would drive them insane. <laughs> um, and they look up and realize so much time went by and I feel unfulfilled right and I think the biggest thing that I'm learning to unlock and I guess unlearn from that idea of finding people and latching onto them and having those unhealthy attachments where I make that person my world is how do I expand my world so that my needs are met right and so as human beings, we have a ton of different needs, right? And so maybe physical touch is high in your love language. So if you're not in a romantic relationship, how you get that? Girl, you go get yourself a pedicure. You have a monthly spa treatment. I mean, whatever that looks like for you, you really have to sit down and do an assessment of what are my top needs that I need to get met in order to feel fulfilled, to feel grounded, to feel happy. Everybody's love language is different, right? Quality time could be your love language. And so maybe that means you have to schedule in time on your calendar intentionally because we will look up and realize oh my god it's been two weeks and I haven't seen anybody and had a real heart-to-heart conversation like I've said hi and passing as a greeting but nobody has really checked in on me (sighs) if you can relate to that you may need to go ahead and put in your calendar which friends you're checking in with maybe that's not their strength to reach out but if you set that date and time maybe they will they're that person that will keep the commitment and you may have to explore what does it look like to ex- to expand your friendship base because you may have been used to that idea of making a person or group of people your all in all and that whole no new friends mentality may not really be cutting it for you because depending on your growth track, you may have different things that are priorities than your friends. You may have different passions than your friends. And if that's true for you, you need to find friends that can serve as a complimentary outlet for that. So maybe you may need to hop on Bumble and meet some friends who have things in common, right? Maybe you need to start going to places where people are doing those things. Like, I think I shared with you guys um, a couple of weeks ago, I joined a book club. Well, a couple of months ago, I joined a book club, but I think I talked about it more recently a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah, I joined a book club because that has always been a consistent passion of mine. I love reading. But I realized that as much as I love reading, I was losing my passion for it. Not because I don't like reading anymore, but because I wasn't satisfied with the idea of simply intaking information without a space to talk about it and exchange ideas. Like that was the piece for me. Like, and I think college having like such dynamic, God, like deep conversations with people consistently, where we were all like exploring new thought, new um, new ideas, new philosophies, like it just like opened up something for me and I was like yo I didn't know this was such a great need that I had and so I think 
now it's like I like reading but like I love reading when I get to then explore those ideas with other people and see like how did they view this book differently how did they feel about the author's style that was completely different than how I felt or where are we similar but they dug a little bit deeper those kind of things and so maybe you need to find spaces that you know people have similar hobbies as you similar passions and like dive into that and you may need to try a couple of different book clubs because each one has their own vibe right um and one thing that worked for me with the whole roller skating thing that was that example was from my own life um and I wasn't even like trying to do this (laughs) I was just like posting that I got these new roller skates because they were super cute they're like gold and they're pretty (laughs) and then when my friends like hey like I've been trying that too you want to get together at the park and start roller skating and so like that just organically happened and so sometimes it's going to take us openly sharing our passions um and social media is a great tool for that and you may find people organically who have those not those same um passions and hobbies as you so I would say I love that advice that Uncle Steve gave about, you know, focus on you. But I think we as a society have to do better at giving context for this age old advice that we're used to hearing over and over again, because we need more. We need more context because everybody comes from different backgrounds, different experiences. And so for me, I just know that my world was really, really small growing up. And one of the healthiest things I could have done was start to unlearn that attachment idea of making people my ecosystem and getting that small group and really starting to say, you know what, this friend serves this purpose, but these are, I have other needs that they can't organically meet because we're just different in that way. So I need to go out there and find ways to connect with people who, you know, align with these different parts of myself. It doesn't mean I lose that friendship. It just means I have to expand and it's been the healthiest thing I could have done. It's brought more joy into my life. It's brought more fulfillment. It has been incredible. And I would encourage you to start to explore what are your needs and what are some paths and avenues you can get them met. Um, yeah, I think sometimes we've settled <laughs> for certain ways of getting needs met that have put us in a position where we have unhealthy attachments to people. And there has to be a better way. And when I say better, I mean healthier. Something that doesn't leave you empty so we're all just figuring life out child we all just figuring life out and we really don't really know what we don't want <laughs> this is just your gentle reminder that we're all trying to put the pieces together but you got this get out there try something new try something different let me know how it goes thanks for hanging out